0: I'm an audiobook narrator that loves reading fairy tales, novels, and bringing stories to life through narration. I am also fascinated by talking to authors and learning about their why and how for creating their stories. We have included all of the links for today's author and our show in the show notes. Be sure to check out our website and sign up for our newsletter for the latest on the podcast. Today is part one of two, where we are talking to T.L. Combs about her novels. Over the next two weeks, you will hear about writing from a young age, learning from other authors before you get started, learning how to market, making mistakes and learning from them, working on multiple projects at the same time. Her advice to take all advice with a grain of salt and to not lose yourself in the process. The Audacity of Flower, the Carter Sisters series gets swept away to another time and place, where Poppy Flower Carter's sheltered life at Murder Manor is turned upside down, when her childhood friend Georgie's actions threaten to ruin everything. Forced to leave behind all she knows, Poppy takes on a new role as maid for Master Louis Allen Yoon, a man with a mysterious past and undeniable charm. She tries to navigate her new life and her growing feelings for Master Yoon, Poppy wonders if she can find true love without compromising her values. T.L. Combs, author of the fantasy epic The Bell and Realm series, delivers a heartwarming and timeless tale set in a Regency-inspired world that will reignite your belief in the power of love. So the podcast is Freya's Fairy Tales, and that is fairy tales in two ways. Fairy tales are something that we watched or read or had read to us when we Mm -hmm. were little. It's also the journey for you to spend weeks, months, or years working on your book to hold that in your hands as a fairy tale for you. Yeah, for sure. So the question I like to start off with is, what was your favorite fairy tale or short story when you were a kid? and did that favorite change as you got older?
1: Um, my favorite as a kid was um, Little Mermaid. I wore that tape out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, VHS. <laughs> yes, back in <of> the day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, which I still have that tape actually. And I have the original cover where it had the thing on it. <laughs> if you heard about that story. No. <laughs> okay, so there is a disgruntled, apparently this is a true story, there is a disgruntled artist and at, before he left, he drew a manhood on the castle front Oh no! Um, in the original <laughs> sketches and they so went out. How yeah. long did it take them to realize? I don't know, I just know <laughs> that we
0: have that copy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because we've we compared the two and they're clearly different.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, all right so uh, I guess don't piss off the artist
1: nope <laughs> especially when they're the last ones to check things off yeah. but yeah Little Mermaid was my favorite I loved the music the songs the storyline uh everything back then and then the Swan Princess was a uh, very close if oh, not equal second
0: <laughs> I remember that yeah we watched yeah, that soundtrack fire <laughs> and I think there were multiple ones weren't there yeah, but I don't like the
1: first one. I just love the first one that's Okay.
0: It, it. <laughs> yeah, I just I remember watching that like my mom and my sister and me like sitting on the couch watching yeah. Swan Princess. <laughs> yeah, there's like 30
1: like uh like sequels afterwards. Oh it's gosh, crazy. no. There's so uh, many and
0: now they have like a uh,
1: like the the animation kind of ones that look creepy Mm. yeah they're on Netflix
0: don't watch this yeah I haven't I mean I haven't watched it since I was a kid like I don't I couldn't even tell you the last time I watched that movie (laughs) at least once a year (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) so at what age did you start writing at all about six when I
1: started writing like little stories in a notebook that I would make, and then I made books and stapled them and did nice. illustrations and everything. I'm trying my darndest to find them. I don't know if I ever will, but uh, <laughs> that's when I found my sticker book. I don't know if you saw that video on TikTok. I, found, I did not. I found all my sticker books from second grade. and. <laughs> nice. <great. laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I was writing stories yeah, ever since I could write. So, um, but I never really got into it until I was maybe in my mid twenties. Okay. Um, and then I wrote a couple of, uh, I wrote a duology, but it was like, they're pretty short, maybe like eight, like 70, between 40 and 70,000 words of okay. piece. Um, but they were like a sister kind of like his point of view, her point of view kind of things, mm. um, stories. Um, so I did that in like 2008, 2009. And uh, I just had them printed for me. I didn't like sell them or anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah. And after that, I kind of went dormant and <laughs> didn't begin writing again until what? Last year now, uh, beginning of last year.
0: Um, and so you've put out, because I saw you have quite a few books out now. That's all since yeah. just last year. Yeah. <laughs> so you were like, I'm going to hit the ground running and we we're just going to keep writing and going. It's like all the repressed
1: creativity <laughs> just kind of exploded. In
0: yeah. So, so your first, let, let's go with the duology. So right. we're going to, you know, when you're a kid, that's different set of story yeah. and writing habits yeah. and all that. So the, the duology that you wrote, how long did it take you to write each of those books?
1: Um, it was like a full summer that I wrote the two Okay. Um, the second one was easy because it was it was just his point of view, so all I had to do was just write like his side it. of what was happening yeah. and add a couple of more scenes, and that was pretty much it. So, uh, yeah, the whole to write all to both of them rather was yeah that that entire summer, I believe. Um, and I think it was like my way of healing because um, I was in a really bad relationship at the time, and okay. um, I think that was like my way of coping. Uh, yeah just kind of creating this fantasy well it wasn't a fantasy it was a YA contemporary (laughs) love story but it wasn't real you know yeah yeah very love just love and you know all that kind of crap and (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) I think it was but it was like a definite healing thing sort of for for me Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of get through that and and, um like I said I I never uh, published it I just got it printed and just I have the copies actually right there, and um, that was it. And um, so, so you I didn't go
0: through like editing or anything like that. Not real.
1: Not my, I mean, other than my own read right.
0: through, which I'm sure was
1: garbage. <laughs> but <laughs> you're like, no <laughs> one's ever going to see this, so I don't right. need to like do all that. It's not that serious. <laughs> yeah, like I had no idea of the process of any of that. I just wanted to get these stories out of my brain and onto mm-hmm. paper. Um. So uh doing it now it was a whole new experience because of course everything's (laughs) different now (laughs) it's been a few years (laughs) a little Uh, (laughs) so it was learning everything and all that kind of stuff that Mm -hmm. was uh the most interesting part of this journey
0: (laughs) so it took you a summer to write those two pretty much the same book yeah um so the first one that you actually published did you like remember some of that process did that help you shorten the time frame or did it take you about the same length or because
1: they were two separate genres because the Mm -hmm. first book I published officially is fantasy book so it's a romanticy so completely different departure of what (laughs) i had before (laughs) yeah um different dialogue different types you know just interactions it's older now because i'm older and right so um yeah so it was a different dynamic altogether so i was going in blind and um it was essentially just a random dream that i had and and then maladaptive day dreamed about it later and couldn't get it out of my head and (laughs) then my friend was like write it down so i did (laughs) And I wrote, maybe if you write it down, it yeah. will leave you alone. <laughs> yeah, it did. It. They they persist. So uh, I wrote books one and two and part of three that summer. Oh, gosh. Uh, like, Well, that was the end of winter into the summer. And by the towards the end of the summer, I was finished. Um. So, yeah, it was.
0: Like I said, just
1: like, uh, and then...
0: so unlike the first version when or your first books when you had these ones you were going to publish. What did you do once you had written the the ones you were planning to publish?
1: I uh, created a
0: BookTok account.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> logical, it just made sense. Uh, and then I googled everything. Um, I do the same. Yeah, I actually
0: to... i i t- i told someone this morning I cheated. I started this podcast like right after I started writing my first book that is not <laughs> the one getting published soon. Um, I I cheated, so I talked to authors who have already done the process, right, and find out how they did the process, <laughs> right. I asked
1: questions. I you know I got in people's DMs. I you know I and I followed uh, Ellie Harper because she was really when I joined. It was only last year, but when I joined, <laughs> yeah. um, she was really big at, you know, here's what you do. Here's what I'm uh-huh. doing right now. Dah, 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 dah. And I was like, awesome. So she was one of the first authors that I followed. Uh-huh. And um, she's super, super helpful because I was like, and I'm doing that right now. And oh, okay, <laughs> let me write that down. So, like, I had post it notes all over my
0: computer. Oh my I gosh. Notebooks, like, I have screenshots yeah. on my phone. <laughs> yeah. And
1: yeah, same screenshot that. <laughs> so, I got to go through and like delete some stuff because I got like thousands
0: of pictures. <laughs> You'll be like, I think I downloaded someone talking about this already, but we're going to do this one too. <laughs> What Like, oh, that's too far back. I don't know what I did <laughs> Right? See, when I joined, it was Golden Angel was the one that I would always see her tips and tricks. Yes. And so I have yes. so many of her videos downloaded for Same. how to do this and how to do that. And I had her on the podcast last year. Oh, so. awesome. That's even better. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So that's, I mean, that's essentially what I did. And I would reach out to Ellie and ask her like, okay, so how would you do this? How you do that? <laughs> You know see, what does that look like? Am I I'm, doing
0: this right? <laughs> so I've been like absorbing all this information for. I joined uh, Book Talk. Let's see, like September of twenty one when I started narrating. Okay. Mm. and so I joined it as a different name, and no one really knows that other name that I used at the beginning. And so Freya right. started in like January, February of last year, and that's the name that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody, I'm not some big famous person, (laughs) but like, that's the the name that most people know me by. Um, and so I'm like, you know, building up this name and absorbing all these tips and tricks and all these things. And so now that I'm like, you know, in the trenches of like my books about to come out and all this stuff, I'm trying to very kindly... Spread the questions among other, like multiple authors, so that right. like one author's not getting. It's so, like I was asking. Um, I know, I have seen videos lately. Uh, I think it's Callista. I can't remember her last name right now. Does beautiful PR boxes, uh-huh. and so oh, I'm who like does
1: invoking the what, the author of invoking yeah, the blood. yeah, 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 yes.
0: yeah. So mm-hmm. she she does beautiful book boxes, oh PR boxes, huh. and so I'm like Trying I'm gonna to ask her. Awesome. I'm like I'm gonna ask her where do you get these printed at because <laughs> right. like hers are beautiful, <laughs> so. they're stunning,
1: absolutely stunning, yeah. and, and like, then
0: Nicole. Oh my gosh, she has the Gwen St. James Affair series. Nicole, I can't remember. I'm terrible with names. Um, I am she's, too, so I can't I've, help. <laughs> I've asked her more questions than most mm-hmm. because like, we've interacted more than right. I do with, you know... Like Calista, I don't know that I've ever talked to her before. So, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I don't think we've ever spoken before. But uh, where do you get your boxes from? <laughs> right.
1: I mean, hey, I get random people now asking me questions, like I feel like I've never talked to before, and it's like, it's yeah. like, okay, I get it. it's it's not weird anymore. Like the first one, it was like kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, what are you asking me. Um, not in a, I don't want to answer that, but just like, I there are, there are crazy, so many, so, so many others you can yeah. ask. <laughs> but um but yeah so it it's I've gotten the vibe of of this community and it's really awesome and like uh the friend I was telling you about it's A.T. Gober I don't know if mm-hmm. you've heard her but yes, yeah, she's uh, she's written Trials of the Heart and that came out on the second of this month and she's been basically my my partner in crime and trying to figure this <laughs> out because we've been writing we wrote our books at the you same know, time parallel to each other and yeah, okay so I published mine um, in January and she published hers this month. And so we've just kind of been learning together <laughs> and trying to figure it all out, uh, trial and error. And then she'll ask me, okay, so you did, how'd you do this? Cause I'm doing this now. And <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so,
0: so you, you got your draft, your first draft done. Okay. What did you, what did you do next? Um, First draft
1: done of books one and two and then I read through it with my, um, alpha readers who, okay. um, luckily for me is Hannah, well, my BFF and, um, um, my editor. <laughs> so <laughs> it worked out great.
0: I also Um, conned my BFF into being my alpha. (laughs) Yeah, fantastic, isn't it? I'm like, hey, will you like tell me if this is like a book?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, it's essentially what we did with each other's books is we just send over chapters. All right, this Uh chapter's done. All right, this chapter's done kind of Uh thing. And then after a while, we just, you know, here's my, you know, here I'll just attach you to the document. So you can just go in whenever you feel like it. So that's where we're at now. So anytime I start a (laughs) few...
0: Just
1: go ahead
0: and add her email and see. I switched from Google Docs to Scrivener about halfway through the book, Mm -hmm. and so she doesn't have Scrivener. She's not a writer; she's an avid reader. Um, So I would do at the beginning i had where she was in her own doc and i would just like load it in there and then it got to mm-hmm. where i would write it in scrivener and then each weekend i would like throw it through pro writing aid real quick and then upload yeah. like whatever i had yeah. finished that week so <laughs> yeah. i feel like everyone has their own patterns some don't send yeah. it until it's done to their alpha reader. right right
1: and i just find that so interesting i'm like wait you wait
0: like <laughs> Like literally but what by if chapter. they tell you it's awful early on and like you spent all this time on it? Tell, tell me now. Like and yeah. that's what's
1: awesome about having an author as it as an alpha reader because uh-huh. she's like, I thought you were going to do this and that and this, because that's lacking in here and it's like oh and you know it's coming from love because it's a bff so she's like no this is gross keep going
0: (laughs) some of the some of the meanest things that I did to my alpha reader I sent her like there's a couple of decent cliffhangers in the book at the end of chapters and so I'd sent her like one cliffhanger and I warned her like hey it's gonna stop at a cliffhanger because I haven't finished the next chapters yet right and so she waited to read it until i had finished the next chapter so that she right. didn't have to st- so the next cliffhanger i didn't tell her oh, no. <laughs> and then she gets to it and she's like how dare you <laughs> that was the best and i was like uh, let me i'll give you the next chapter right now just give me a minute
1: <laughs> i got a comment one time that was just no <laughs> i just yeah. stopped it
0: then and- she's like wait where's the rest of it (laughs) so you Um, have the alpha readers go through it I assume then you mm -hmm. like cleaned it up based on their stuff right um and then then what happened next um what
1: happened uh I don't know it's been like a fever dream I um paused for a little bit Um. afterwards uh, not much, probably like a week, probably should have paused a little longer and <laughs> uh, marketed the crap out of it. And, and,
0: uh, so what kind of marketing were you doing at that point? Since it was oh, just still TikTok new marketing, <laughs> TikTok hey, and, this and is Facebook what I'm working and, on. Yeah, pretty much. Um just kind of
1: getting a l- little tiny buzz for it. And when uh-huh. I say tiny, it was, it was tiny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just got my year anniversary Uh, TikTok video and it said um it's like oh after I get to 50 uh, followers I'm gonna (laughs) post my (laughs) title of my book I was like oh 50 that's so cute like (laughs) (laughs) of course I'm being condescending to myself so
0: it's fine (laughs) Uh, I, I do the same thing it's okay
1: so um So after I did that and we went in and uh, got it to beta reader, I did a call to action for beta readers Uh on TikTok, And I got, um, I wanted about five and I got that, Uh um, and gave them two weeks to kind of go through it. So I gave them like the first half and then they did what they needed to do. And Uh then I gave them the second half and then they wrapped it up. And so they were really helpful. Um, and then my editor had it, had it and, uh, She finished it up and I sent it off to our graders after that. And, um, because I did a, while she was editing, I did a call to action for arc readers. So I got all the arc readers <laughs> I needed, set up what I needed to set up, and of course, I didn't know about book funnel or um, any of those type of platforms then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just watermarked it, flattened the PDF, and then um, just kind of tagged all of the emails that I sent out, and, and I individually sent them so I know which mm-hmm. one had which. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the best way I could do it. Because I would still know who sent it, like who sent yeah. it, out because it'd be tagged. Um, so that's how I did it, and um, I didn't have any stolen until I put it on uh, Ku.
0: <laughs> Oddly enough, I have a whole theory about that. So, like, <laughs> I've said it many times on here, but like, <laughs> I have a theory on Ku pirating. Okay, yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a whole it, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm not taking the KU route because I don't want my book pirated because it is being allowed. So
1: yeah. no, <laughs> I'm like, I, I I'm like we're totally starting agree.
0: wide. And also, like, if I were ever to get picked up TradPub, I would be wide that way anyway. So I'm like, right. well, why not start out wide from the beginning? Why not start right. out with an LLC imprint from the beginning? Why not, right. you know all these things and my husband who is how I know who you are um goes, I don't think I ever saw your videos until he was like hey you should check her out really uh, wait who's your husband Alex Forchart. Even know if I know him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know he was like you should reach out to her she does a podcast it may have been he just saw your videos I don't know maybe yeah I don't do a podcast <laughs>
1: That's awesome
0: that he made that, though. Maybe I should. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, that's, he was like, you should reach out. She does this thing. And I'm like, okay. And uh, he may have gotten you confused with someone else. I have no idea. It worked out for me, though, because you were like, hey, I don't, but (laughs) my friends do. Yeah. So, and both of them, I'm on the schedule with them for (laughs) at some point. (laughs) That's good. I'm glad it can work out that way. (laughs) So what did you, so at the beginning, like before it had been through editors and stuff, what were you, were you telling people like the plot of the book or were you telling them about the characters or kind of what were you talking about in those early days?
1: Um, I did character intro videos and just Mm kind of gave them like different characteristics of them course you know pinterest really loved me because that's where i got all my pictures from <laughs> <laughs> and um still kind of do uh i um then i um would give like little snippets here and there of different quotes and kind of judge up the love story um kind of showcase that uh in it and then for the guy side, I'd put a little bit more action, and for you know, for the femme fatale show that she's a you know boss lady and yeah. the mothers out there, she's a mom, you know. Like just, I just try she's, to play. It's diverse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then just try to play all the angles, basically, that I didn't know existed until uh-huh. I started trying to market the book. So yeah. um and I, I looked up a couple a couple of things of how to market a book and not in depth, please.
0: I'm not an expert in any capacity. I'm sure
1: i sure. Shoot, I, can work on I what finally
0: I, I was <laughs> like, people kept telling me like you had to put more of yourself into it. And I'm like, that's not my personality at all. So I'm like 30 day yeah. schedule for <laughs> you know what Same. I found like four or five months worth. so I'm like we're just gonna cycle yeah. through we're just gonna cycle through
1: <laughs> right so it was just like okay so what do I do next so but yeah that's basically what I was doing and uh was listening to all those marketing people on TikTok and and saying okay well how can I set this up and I had a schedule on mm-hmm. um still do um, what I'm posting today and kind of alternate and then mm-hmm kind of went from there but yeah I was it was mostly just introducing them to the characters because they don't know them uh-huh. um letting them know I had a broody MMC and <laughs> and they didn't like each other when they first met and you know everybody loved that you know so I, I just kind of played off of the tropey situations and I guess uh-huh. that's what you have to do when you have a book so Yeah, I wasn't planning on telling people it was a happily ever after, but apparently you have to tell people that it's a happily ever ever after because, uh, you know, they don't like being surprised if it's not, you know, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know that's like, like, for romance, that's like one of the requirements. Right, like so... so yeah, so I informed them of that, and I was like,
1: oh, that's so great. I had people ask, because I didn't put it in the beginning, uh-huh. is it an i I'm like, what is an H-E-A? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's where a I feel idea. like doing, so mine is a retelling. It's a, mm-hmm. a Beauty and the Beast retelling, and so okay. like that ends happily. So I feel like I haven't been asked that probably because, because the question I get it's a slow burn so the question I get is well is there spice and I'm like well it's slow so not till the end but it's right. there. <laughs> so. right and so I don't write spice I like I had
1: so I had to let people know like it's vanilla it's slow burn vanilla spice it's not necessarily closed door but it's not explicit either mm-hmm. so <clears throat> but I've had people describe it as closed door I'm like well it's not I mean I tell you what's happening but I don't tell you what's happening
0: <laughs> <laughs> see and i had a beta reader that was like you've described it this much say the word <laughs> yeah no i'm not gonna do it. <laughs> well I mine it was like you may as well have because yeah. like of how descriptive everything was it was oh, like just, just just name the body part i'm like right? okay <laughs> yeah no it's not
1: that descriptive i called it <laughs> i called it the song of solomon um love love scenes is what i called it
0: Um, okay poetic
1: very poetic poetic. more more just about the feeling in which the act gave rather than Mm -hmm. the act itself um so i just find i'm more comfortable writing that however Mm -hmm. i will read a dark romance (laughs)
0: listen (laughs) and enjoy every bit of it (laughs) one of my real life friends like, huh. people that I know for real here, <laughs> yeah. not just social media friends, was, mm-hmm. like, commented on one of my videos where it was, like, um, I'll answer almost any question, right? And she's, like, was it weird narrating Spice for the first time? And I'm, like, actually, no, because I've been reading spicy books, like, pretty much my whole adult life. Right. Um, the first... <laughs> live that I narrated with spice I was Mm -hmm. like my Mm -hmm. face was bright red and like I got a three-day ban Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) yeah I it was one of those a lot of narrators at the time had been getting banned for like violent content and bullying and Mm -hmm. um, explicit content and so it was like I know it's going to happen but like where is the line right Um,
1: because I think um was it Corbin or Corbin rather um was reading um Callista's book and mm-hmm. he was the 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 Russian dude and it wasn't even that bad of what he was saying but as soon as he finished immediately got booted off like mm-hmm. immediate and it wasn't even explicit it was just a paragraph and he was just saying how much he wanted to and but nothing explicit and he got mm-hmm. booted right away and it's just like I've seen people pretty much yeah full on full monty on here <laughs> yeah. you see the outline of everything and that's okay like come on
0: <laughs> yeah i am uh convinced that most likely it's uh, someone watching it reports you and that's why you know whatever um mine yeah. at the time because it was like the first live i had ever done mm-hmm. and or gotten permission to do and so it was like A bunch when you first start doing lives, and you get like, you know, a flood of viewers because they don't know who's gonna like your stuff. So who knows? what it was that got me flagged, but it was like, his hand was grazing across her. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> I'm that like, and I'm banned. Yeah. <laughs> so, now when I prep a book, I will flag chapters as, like, hey, you've got some stuff in here. Right. Like, for my book, it slow burns. There's, like, nothing, 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 and then, like, a couple chapters before the end, there's, like, two that are basically straight smut chapters. Yeah. So, I'm like, I just won't do those live at all, because the entire chapters are not gonna be Okay. <laughs> So what's your so- book called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Currently looking for ARC readers. <laughs> you have my email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you send it out to, I'm guessing you formatted it before you send it to ARC readers or did you not format? Well, you said it was in PDF.
1: It was in PDF form. Um, I had it semi-formatted of how it was going to end up with the final um, mm-hmm. look, essentially. And, um, and, uh, sent it out that way, um, through email. Um, and then I sent, I did like a a drawing out of my arc readers and three of them got a physical copy in a book box kind of thing. Um, and so I did it that way, um, trial and error of printing cause never done it before. I had a different size initially and hated it. Like when I got it, I ordered like five, like an idiot, instead of ordering one to see if I liked it. Yeah, and I'm looking at them like, well, crap! I hate every single one of these, and like, of course the the formatting for the picture was all wrong because I thought the line meant it had to be within that line, not that that um, was just the cutoff line. And so we had a yeah. white line all the way around the <laughs> whiteboard. It was so terrible. And I think I like did a seven by ten and I'm like, why is this so awful looking? So um luckily they got used in some kind of way. Um uh, my my BFF Hannah, she took one and she's like, can you send me a couple of your messed up books books? I was like, why? She's like, just because. So I sent them to her <laughs> and she made them into these beautiful, like, pictures. They're like this 11 by 14. So she tore them up. She tore them up. Yeah, yeah. And, like, made flowers out of some of the pages. And it was gorgeous.
0: See, that's that, a like, great way to you, use
1: those. That's yeah. how you could do that. Yes. Yeah, so it wasn't a waste at all. But um yeah. So it, you live and learn. um
0: And six by nine is the life now. So, so. <laughs> This morning, um, a couple hours ago, I was ordering, like, stuff that's going to take a while to get here for PR boxes. So, like, the mm-hmm. storage unit itself is going to take a couple weeks to get here because I need somewhere to store all of these things. Right. Um, And then, like, bookmarks and stuff, I'm not terribly concerned if, like, the it's a little bit off on those things. Right. But the book boxes, like, the PR boxes themselves are expensive. Like, you're spending <laughs> almost as much per one of those Girl. when you're having it custom done. As on the book itself. So originally I was like, oh, I'm just going to order like 50 at one time. And then if like people don't buy them, that's fine. I only paid for 50. And then it was having an issue loading the final like previewer where you like, yes, I approve that design. It looks good. Right. So I'm like, okay, we're not gonna order 50 when I haven't actually seen the final markup. So right. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna drop the extra like forty dollars to have one box shipped yeah. to me. <laughs> but then I'll know for sure whether it's good or not before I drop, right. you know, several hundred dollars on more.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh my
1: gosh. Yeah, it's yeah, we have not ventured into uh the printing of the you know custom made boxes because I saw that price tag and I'm like I am better not
0: <laughs> I am extra yeah so I'm like my whole philosophy for like this entire thing so I started writing a book last year it's on pause this one took over my brain we already discussed that happening yeah <laughs> <So> <laughs> no, this one is happened. coming out this year but I'm like I will do everything I possibly can to make sure that this book does as good as it can do so I way ahead of time started talking about it and getting beta readers and arc readers and street team set up and good to go Um, my poor street team because I also narrate other people's books and I do podcasts and I'm like whatever you want to help with you don't have to help with everything right um if you don't like podcasts don't promote my podcasts right (laughs) so right but I started all of that like back in probably like may Mm -hmm. and i didn't finish writing the book until like august and so i started like way in advance and then Mm -hmm. like now i have someone helping me build my arc team and i have like you know my beta team is finished with edits and i'm still building people are still asking to be on my beta team and i'm like i don't have another book yet guys Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: But on first one. <laughs> I
0: knew from the beginning I was like I want to do PR boxes at least for this first book if it's a huge flop I won't do it going forward but usually right. those do really well so right. I, I plan to give away some and then sell some as well yeah so yeah I sold a couple of them and after a while
1: after because people love them apparently I'm like oh yes I hated doing them so I stopped <laughs>
0: So I'm buying all of the prints that I'm buying, like all of the like character art and stuff, you have to buy Mm -hmm. a minimum quantity of a hundred. So I'm like fully... And plus, my book is a Christmas time book that's releasing right before Christmas. So I'm like Got PR you. boxes with little gifts and stuff that ha- are themed with the book. Right. right. I'm like, those will probably do really well, but I probably won't order more than the <laughs> one so. hundred. Right. Right. It's intense, man. Like all the little
1: details that you didn't know existed until you yeah. decided to do this. And it's just
0: amazing to me. Well, like just... I wasn't <laughs> going to do a PR box. And then one of my beta readers was like, you have to do a PR box. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, what do I include in this PR box? Like, right. right. <laughs> I had my characters already picked out because I'm terrible at like making up descriptions of people. So I had like right. picked the characters ahead of time from Canva. Right. Um, so I'm like, well, I can just use that character art for the character art. Like, right. That's <laughs>
1: That's what we all had to do back in the day. Like, I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. now, so when did your, you said your first book actually released in January, right? Yeah. January of uh, this year. <laughs> and you had the first one and the second one done about the same time. So how long did you wait before you released I number two?
1: six months. Yeah. Um, because my editor was on other working on other projects and stuff uh. so i i waited six months so uh it came out uh july of this year
0: now you have more than two out now don't you or are you just and talking immediately about immediately <laughs> after that i published <laughs> <laughs> because i had the whole
1: summer to do so can't just leave me alone in a room with a computer so i i was okay so i was writing my third book i was getting stressed out because i was like oh great i got time to finish book three and i stressed myself out because this is the final book in the series Uh and um is it gonna be good of,
0: enough right a lot of pieces yeah. are coming
1: together I don't want to say goodbye to these characters I don't want you know so a whole lot mm-hmm. of emotional turmoil I didn't expect to happen because I'm like I don't do this but I didn't I've never done a series like this before right so it's really in-depth and just a lot of parts of the puzzle pieces of the puzzle that have to come together and I'm trying to remember make sure I remember all of them and have everything written down and
0: mm-hmm. so I think I,
1: I burned myself out uh with that situation and so um Hannah and I were both in the same boat and we just like, you know what, let's step back. Let's write something fluffy and cozy and fun. And so Uh that's when I wrote audacity of flower in two weeks. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm just going (laughs) to polish it right after (laughs) uh, the second book. Why not? Um, so I did that and, um, like just, I didn't do beta readers or all that kind of stuff. I just like, just here, go ahead and edit that. Thank you. And uh it's out. It
0: was out in August.
1: <laughs> right
0: after. So do you regret not doing the beta readers for that no. one? No. Okay. I lo- I love that
1: book. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't I meant had... to be in-depth or anything. It was yeah. just a simple book, cozy, cute, and Regency inspired but fantasy, because it's not really Regency. <laughs> so
0: Kale Combs liked The Little Mermaid growing up. Today we'll be reading another Hans Christian Andersen story, The Loveliest Rose in the World. Hans Christian Andersen was a Danish author. Although a prolific writer of plays, travelogues, novels, and poems, he is best remembered for his literary fairy tales— Anderson's fairy tales, consisting of 156 stories across nine volumes, have been translated into more than 125 languages. They have become culturally embedded in the West's collective consciousness, readily accessible to children but presenting lessons of virtue and resilience, in the face of adversity for mature readers as well. His most famous fairy tales include The Emperor's New Clothes, The Little Mermaid, The Nightingale, the Steadfast Tin Soldier, The Red Shoes, The Princess and the Pea, The Snow Queen, The Ugly Duckling, Little Match Girl, and Thumbelina. His stories have inspired ballets, plays, and animated and live-action films. Don't forget we're reading Les Mortes d'Arthur, the story of King Arthur and of his noble Knights of the Round Table on our Patreon. You can find a link in the show notes. The Loveliest Rose in the World there lived once a great queen, in whose garden were found all seasons the most splendid flowers, and from every land in the world. She especially loved roses, and therefore she possessed the most beautiful varieties of this flower, from the wild hedgerows with its apple-scented leaves to the splendid province rose. They grew near the shelter of the walls, wound themselves round columns and window frames, crept along passages and over the ceilings of the halls. They were of every fragrance and color. But care and sorrow dwelt within these halls. The queen lay upon a sick bed, and the doctors declared that she must die. There is still one thing that could save her, said one of the wisest among them. Bring her the loveliest rose in the world, one which exhibits the purest and brightest love, and if it is brought to her before her eyes close, she will not die. Then from all parts came those who brought roses that bloomed in every garden, but they were not the right sort. The flower must be one from the garden of love, but which of the roses there showed forth the highest and purest love? The poet sang of this rose, the loveliest in the world, and each named one which he considered worthy of that title. An intelligence of what was required was sent far and wide to every heart that beat with love, to every class, age, and condition. No one has yet named the flower, said the wise man. No one has pointed out the spot where it blooms in all its splendor. It is not a rose from the coffin of Romeo and Juliet, or from the grave of Walberg. though these roses will live in everlasting song. It is not one of the roses which sprouted forth from the blood-stained fame of Winkleride. The blood which flows from the breast of a hero who dies for his country is sacred, and his memory is sweet." and no rose can be redder than the blood which flows from his veins. Neither is it the magic flower of science to obtain which wondrous flower a man devotes many an hour of his fresh young life in sleepless nights, in a lonely chamber. "'I know where it blooms,' said a happy mother, who came with her lovely child to the bedside of the queen. "'I know where the loveliest rose in the world is. It is seen on the blooming cheeks of my sweet child.' When it expresses the pure and holy love of infancy. When refreshed by sleep, it opens its eyes and smiles upon me with childlike affection. This is a lovely rose, said the wise man. But there is one still more lovely. Yes, one far more lovely, said one of the women. I have seen it, and a loftier and purer rose does not bloom. But it was white, like the leaves of a blush rose. I saw it on the cheeks of the queen. She had taken off her golden crown and through the long, dreary night. She carried her sick child in her arms. She wept over it, kissed it, and prayed for it as only a mother can pray in that hour of her anguish. Holy and wonderful in its might is the white rose of grief, but it is not the one we seek. No, the loveliest rose in the world I saw at the Lord's table, said the good old bishop. I saw it shine as if an angel's face had appeared. A young maiden knelt at the altar and renewed the vows made at her baptism, and there were white roses and red roses on the blushing cheeks of that young girl. She looked up to heaven with all the purity and love of her young spirit, in all the expression of the highest and purest love. May she be blessed, said the wise man, but no one has yet named the loveliest rose in the world. Then there came into the room a child, The queen's little son. Tears stood in his eyes and glistened on his cheeks. He carried a great book, and the binding was of velvet with silver clasps. Mother, cried the little boy, only hear what I have read. And the child seated himself by the bedside, and read from the book of him who suffered death on the cross to save all men, even who are yet unborn. He read, Greater love hath no man than this. And as he read, a roseate hue spread over the cheeks of the queen. And her eyes became so enlightened and clear that she saw from the leaves of the book a lovely rose spring forth, a type of him who shed his blood on the cross. I see, she said. He who beholds this, the loveliest rose on earth, shall never die. Thank you for joining Freya's Fairy Tales. Be sure to come back next week for the conclusion of T.L. Combs' journey to holding her own fairy tale in her hands, and to hear another of her favorite fairy tales.